Hello and welcome to Dealer's Choice. As always, I'm uh, with my good friend here, Zach. Hello. And Morgan. Hey. How are you going? <laughs> You're both enthused. We've just oh, come out of watching uh, like my pick <laughs> for film this time. So as you can see, I'm positively chipper. Uh, <laughs> So the film we watched uh, was Cinema Paradiso, mm. uh, a film, a 1988 film, yep. uh, Italian film. So would one of you like to sum up what the film was about? I think Morgan can do so this So there's one. this kid. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this kid, right? Mm-hmm. Lives in a little Italian village mm-hmm. and uh, he fucking loves movies. Mm-hmm. He does And uh, there's like a local, it's kind of like the local cinema. They do like the what once a week screenings. Everyone goes... Uh, and he befriends the projectionist and then eventually learns how to do it. They have like a back and forth for a bit, but then he eventually does it. Uh, tragedy befalls the projectionist. He takes over. And we just, it's basically this kid's life mm. and mm-hmm. the way how he became impassioned about movies and like the central mm. character being the projectionist in his life who kind of set him on that path. And there's a priest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty. It's like this. This you are missing a bit, but that's it's, uh, it's a, you know, like what? Like, uh, it's this small town. Like in what Naples. the priest actually does. It's a small town in Naples. Uh, that's oh, that sounds really suspicious. Can I just clear that up right now? What the priest does? Oh, it's pretty ominous. Yeah. No, yeah. no. So what the priest does is that he reviews the films before the public get to see them at the start. So originally, yeah. Cinema Paradiso is this the one town in this. Sorry, one cinema in this town that everyone goes to to watch yes, movies. That's right. And the priest will vet the movies beforehand and remove anything he considers smutty. Yeah, like kissing, you know, nudity. Yeah, that sort of stuff. And the whole town always comes in and watches whatever movies out, and they all like it's all just like a big community event. But mm-hmm. yeah, the movies, like I don't know if Slice of Life is the, probably most accurate, but it's 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 just you know progress along the life of this small boy as he lives in this town you get to know the town itself and then you go to see the small boy become a man and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, yeah that's quite good i liked it okay okay so i guess i should tell you why i wanted to show you this film right, if it's not already clear by the film that we you're, anyway. you're blind no i'm not blind <laughs> no uh, loss of innocence <laughs> no no, <laughs> no. So this film uh, won Best Foreign Language Film. I thought I'd follow on from... Uh, Did it win Best Film? No. no, it didn't win Best Film because uh, Parasite was It's just was not the good first. enough. Not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't nominated for Best Film. What... For a comparison, what did win Best Film that year? Uh, Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> so not a good year for the Academy, <laughs> oh! but it won. <laughs> um, so it won Best Foreign Language Film. So there's that. Zach showed us the City of God, mm-hmm. so I thought we'd follow in that oh. sort of... Okay. Track there. Subtitles. Subtitles, yes. Morgan showed us Snowpiercer, <laughs> which also won Had Best su- Foreign Language Movie <laughs> in 2016. When did it come that out? Anyway, watch the, listen to that episode if you want to find out more about Snowpiercer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, did we watch that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Snowpiercer. Um, so there's, a, there's also a couple of other reasons. A lot of people talk about this film as... Um, Really quite emotional. People get quite emotional about it, particularly the ending, which we won't talk about until we get into spoilers. Mm -hmm. But the ending in particular is something that uh, a lot of people point to as a a good thing out of this film. Um, I just thought I'd read 
the Google tags that come along with this film. <laughs> so Google, you, you search for a name of a film, you scroll down beyond the cast list, and you get here some top voted tags <laughs> for each this film. This is weird. This is a thing. so strange. Is, you, Morgan, can you, you do like it, a little musical cue? I've never heard Google of this. Google tags. Are you, are you secretly adding a sponsor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Google, Google is really you good. Up, no, oh, like, God. <laughs> have, have, you think we, haven't tags? we all been approached? I don't know. Okay, no. Um... <laughs> Maybe it's just me. It needs to be a discussion, Alex. Uh, I'm sorry. I've, I've signed. I've signed already. Now, uh, heartwarming, touching, must watch. There is no touching. Must watch. Memorable characters, mm. emotional, mm. tearjerker, mm. and nostalgic. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I read those things as I was going through to pick my film, and I was like, that sounds exactly like the film that Zach would like. <laughs> so I, uh, I picked that. Um, furthermore, the other thing I thought there's a lot of debate about, you know, the rise of streaming and whether or not we're watching films in the same way. And mm-hmm. the director of this film sort of directly suggested, commenting, yeah, mm-hmm. on the death of cinema and that this was sort of like his obituary in the eighties. He was yeah, saying that cinema yeah. was dying. Yes, yes. So this Very is sort good. of the obituary to the local cinema. Yeah, is how he positioned the, the film. Yeah, yeah. 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 So all those sort of things combined is why I you know, okay, go to the film. That's interesting. Yeah, I like that. I, I definitely was thinking about that too, like the changing nature of cinema and, and film and, and also like community because that, that's a big part of, about this as well is just like how things change and how you lose what you would have loved when you were young and it gets replaced with whatever the new fad is. Mm. Um, and uh, So wait, before we do that, what do we usually do? We go, do we do recommendations first or we do what we liked about it? What we liked. Yeah, okay. recommendations with you. And okay, I, I, um, after we've actually talked about the film, <laughs> can I start with what I like? Yeah, yeah of okay, course. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I really liked. There's a child actor in this, and I think he's outstanding. I, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't think of a time he was on screen when I wasn't like, oh, that's he's so interesting to watch, and he's, he's just like, very kinetic, and he's very funny. He's he's really really funny, and he has this very excellent relationship with the guy who plays Alfredo. Who's the projectionist? Projectionist of the movie. He's the he's probably the second antagonist. Yeah, he, protagonist. Yes. Sorry. Um, excellent. And the other thing that I think I would like to mention is the snippets of the, the different townspeople. I thought that was really really excellent. Mm. Very background, not emphasised, but nice to watch, and it very much made you feel like you're a, not a part of the town, but you could understand how the community works. It was really nice. Yeah. Uh, Morgan. Yeah, um, that last one was a big one for me. Like the. The way they showed the the town's characters mm-hmm. and like how they all interacted and their role within the community was really cool, and then it just gave a good sense of community. I think. Mm. Um, and what other what else do I like about it? I think I liked the um, way the story was told. I thought it was very it was pretty basic, like a flashback move forward to meet. But I still really liked it. Mm. Mm. And the one thing I will add is that they aged up all the characters throughout the different time periods. Yeah, so it's was, the same actor right. yeah. playing the same character over different time periods, except for the mother. And the kid. And the kid. Uh, everyone else sort of stays the same, mm. which I thought was a nice touch because otherwise you wouldn't Associate, remember. Yeah, yeah, there's not enough time given That's to right, yeah, yeah, to actually go, oh, yeah, that's that guy, you know. Um, so that was a nice touch there to get you some connection. The other thing I will sort of point out is the score. In this mm. film, a lot of uh, sort of lauding on the score. That mm. the score is really good. Uh, oh, you scrunching your nose, Zach? I, just, I like, don't know. It is. It is like a good. But I, I thought there was only like one song, and and yeah, it used at the right moments, and it was swelling at the right moments and stuff like that. But I don't know that you can laud a score like that if it is just one song repeated. Well, it is quite repetitive. Yeah. Yes. 
the score is quite repetitive, yeah. but it's also quite in your face too. It's sort of got that yeah. nostalgic sort of, yes. you know, yeah. you're waxing about and you know mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. your, your everything's past. all rosy and tinted, and yeah, sort of yeah. thing. So the Italian composer Ennio uh, Morricone. <laughs> Has also worked with a bunch of other directors. He's also worked with Quentin Tarantino uh, in The Hateful Eight. He did the soundtrack for that. And he's quite famously, another reason I want to show this film, he's quite famously come out and called uh, Quentin Tarantino a cretin. And uh, I'll find the exact quote. Like he's denouncing how he treats people? Yeah, Tarantino is absolutely chaotic. He talks without thinking. He does everything at the last minute. He has no idea. He calls up out of the blue and wants a complete score in just a few days. That's not possible. It makes me so mad. I'm not going to put up with this. And I told him so the last time. The man is a cretin. He only steals from others and puts stuff back together again. There's nothing original about that. That doesn't make him a director. (laughs) He's nothing compared with the Hollywood greats, such as John Huston, Alfred Hitchcock, or Billy Wilder. Billy Wilder. They had class. Tarantino (laughs) simply recooks old dishes. (laughs) This is a a sad old man who is sad that his time has passed, is what I'm hearing from there. Mm -hmm. He's a cretin. He's a cretin, Zach. Nothing is original about Tarantino except how he makes original movies. (laughs) He recooks old dishes. Yeah. (laughs) But that's that's storytelling. Mm. You know that, yeah. Yes. Nothing's original under the sun and all that. Mm. Um, That's very interesting. Mm. So I just wanted to mention that little fun fact. Uh, <laughs> it is a fun fact that we've got there, but I think at its heart, this film is really a love letter to cinema in general, and was, going to the cinema and watching cinema. I knew when they came in, so like, there's a scene at the very start where the little boy goes to the cinema and he runs upstairs to the projectionist, and I was like, oh, that's why Alex loves this movie because mm. it is. I it essentially, I was like, it's, this movie is going to be about how cinema brings people together, and it's very, and that's why Alex loves this movie because it's yes about what is great about cinema, mm. which is fine. It's great. It it, it was touching. It was moving. Um, and I thought because this is a cinema podcast that we should <laughs> watch a film that, you know, sort of lords the power of cinema. I <laughs> Unlike some films that have been featured on this podcast, but that's neither here nor there. No, it was really good. Um, I, I Honestly, like as the movie went on, I, I, that, that, that sense of what the power of cinema was kind of less and less. Mm. The start, it's like really, really prevalent. It but starts, it moves. It's, well, it's kind of like power of cinema in a community. And then it kind of shifts to power of cinema in the that that one character's life, mm. yes. Like what what the power was with his relationship. It's it does have that shift, but that's as, mm. as it moves along. Yeah, I think. Uh, everything everything becomes about like yeah. I was in, like the power of cinema in the community just becomes like the power of community for individuals, and like yeah, yeah. Cinema does... was just like it gave him a job and it connected him to his people. And these people that he was connected to were probably the more important parts, not just the cinema. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but the central good. character is a film director yep. who is called back to his hometown. He hasn't gone back to his hometown in 30 years because of the death of his good friend, mm-hmm. uh, Alfredo. And then the film flashes back, which we mentioned. But yep. yes, so that sort of, I guess it sort of set up his sort of life as a, as a film director, his love of cinema, yep. that sort of thing. So yeah, it was a bit of a follow through there. So no, it was, um, it was really touching. It was really nice. Um, I yeah, there's so many little bits and pieces I, I loved about seeing these communities like talk to each other and just how quaint it was. But it was quaint without being condescending or in your face. It was quaint without being like, oh yeah, okay, boring, whatever. You're talking about your like because I think this is so far removed from like this is like several generations away from us. But you can still appreciate how 
Mm. Everyone talks to each other and it doesn't shy away from some of the vulgarities. Like the mother isn't like this gentle, loving kind of no. She fucking smacks the kid because he's yes. being an asshole, which is great. But like you still get the sense of love. Yeah, because nothing and says great cinema like hitting small children. <laughs> <laughs> that was something I quite liked because it's been re- removed from so much of the context we have now. They can show the relationship between quite an old man and a young boy, and it is and it not be genuine. Weird. It's yeah, pure. it's not weird. It's, it's not, pure. Yeah, yeah, it's not creepy. It's not. No, yeah, there's no dangerous overtones in there. At no, all. it is just a quite nice relationship between a mm. father figure and a young boy, and it's yeah. Um, that that did hit me quite. Well. You were right about that. That was like very very nice. It I touched absolutely. Loved it him. touched his heart. Look at him. <laughs> so we'll, we'll look at him. We'll tick that one off. We've got touched. <laughs> yep. Touched. Where's the rest of the list? Heartwarming. Uh, <laughs> tear jerking. I must admit, he didn't cry. When exactly. I first watched this film, I did cry. Mm. Uh, and I'm mad enough to say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. I Particularly at the end. Uh, but yes. Uh, but I, you guys were a bit over it by the end. I think. I don't know. See, this is what I was. Like, I was thinking about this is like, I think I will only watch this movie again. I, I actually, not not as an insult, I mm. want to look at you with it. I want to show this movie to my grandma and sit oh, and yes. watch it with her mm. and sit and watch it with my mum as well and see if, because like, uh, she grew up in that time period, obviously a different culture, mm. but I'd like to see how she feels, like whether or not she'd be hit with that nostalgic wave, whether all those like different tones that are coming out of the movie would affect her quite differently um, and quite nicely. And I think she'd really appreciate a movie like this. And then we get to a scene where <laughs> couples fucking at the back of the cinema, right in the middle of the whole fucking group. I must admit, when I, <laughs> but that's good. Like it's not done vulgarly. No, it's always it's always done as like this just happens. Like this is just part of this the is, community. Yeah. This is just what boys as do. You, this is what said, couples uh, do. Slice of life. Exactly. The exactly. cinema viewing experience is very different than the cinema viewing experience that we're absolutely you know absolutely. everyone's talking yeah, as they enter it's thing. like hello everybody how are you going oh, yeah that was you know if they're watching the film yeah that, that's because that's like one of the first ones that gives you a real sense like everyone's coming and this guy comes and like hey everyone like they're yeah. all like shush it's what like are a you meeting doing? point and then and some like people a, are like oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the guy that always spits on people because <laughs> he's up on the top level and you're down in the plebby bottom level that was a really good like little subplot that I was really glad the when someone thing. threw a shit in his mm-hmm. face. That was yeah. fantastic. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, good. Fuck that guy. It was a nappy, but that's yeah, yeah, because it was full of shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it wasn't like, like someone you. shat into their hand and then threw it. Like that's not. Yeah, well, they could have. The baby could have been squatting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> throw it. Um, yes, uh, I must admit, the first time I watched this film for film school, I was uh, watching it. Back at home. Yeah, we get it. You went no, to no, film just, <laughs> That wasn't my point of the story. Every chance he gets. <laughs> Mum and Dad walked in at the scene where he's the projectionist now and there's the naked woman that's there up on the screen and all the kids are getting a little excited. All the teenagers the are getting a little excited. And they're like, what is this smut that you're watching? And uh, I had to explain to them that this was not the whole film. It was actually quite a gentle... As you, know, you were pulling you your pants them. up around you your ankles. You had to explain oh, to them, Mum, Dad, this is actually an Academy Award Warned winning smart. <laughs> 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 yes, indeed. <laughs> so it's still known as that film in uh, in our house. Oh. Oh. That oh. smart oh, film. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. Mm. I like that. Where it's not smutty. That's not handled smutty. No. It's, it, as I said, like it's it's handled like a innocent observation that, you know, like... Mm. Sex just the sex teenagers is part are gross. Of life, yes, Teen- teenagers, teenagers gross. gross. Don't you remember when you were a teenager? Absolutely. And how gross you were? Nah, because I certainly <laughs> remember how gross you were. 
Oh. Hard to forget. Mm. Oh man, thanks. I've guys. tried. I've tried. Um, um, yes. So things we didn't like. Okay. With things you didn't like. I've got a couple of things. So more, okay. you go first. No, you go. I, I... Not really. Mm. Okay. So there's. Uh, I didn't like the flashback. I I didn't understand why it had to start at the, that point. I didn't know. You had to know where it was building to. But okay, but like the, I felt that the first stage of his life would have been more impactful if we didn't know Alfredo died when he was very old. Because there's that scene with the fire. Spoilers, Mm. unfortunately. There's there's a fire in the projectionist room, Mm. and there's all this like dramatic music going on, and he runs up the stairs, and he's really worried for him. And all I could think was like, well, I know he survives. But it's yeah. not about him surviving. It's more about their, that how that, that changes their relationship. I get that too. I get that too. But I, f- I felt like well, why, why did you show the flashback into? The, why wouldn't this just start when he was a kid, and then you show his whole life? Why do you I have think, to? Because it's the well, you, it starts with like, he, you learn this person's dead, and it's like, oh, we get the sense that, that we there's, there's a big part of his life, but okay. why? And then we go. And then we start to see why it's a big mm. deal. Yeah. It's basically, it's like, oh, where is this guy? Where is he at? Oh, this person died. Why is it such a big impact on this guy? Mm. And you go back and you're like, oh, this guy actually is the reason yeah. he is where he is now. Yeah. Mm. I, 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 um, I just kept thinking like personally, I, I th- for me, definitely mm. for me, I think I would have had more of an effect if he, because there's a scene at the end where Alfredo says to him, go, don't ever come back. Don't think about us. Don't write us, whatever. If you'd had that and then you go to when he's older and he gets the call from his mum. And, he, and it says like then you have the scene where his mum's calling and they're like why are you calling him when he's been gone for so long and then you find out Alfredo dies I, I feel like because especially at the end of that story where you've seen the whole relationship and you see how impactful it is and how important he is to it when you do find out that he's dead that for, for me would have mm. been like that might have gotten a tear <laughs> um, but I don't begrudge a tear, <laughs> tear jerking. That's another tick. Um, don't don't begrudge the way it, it is. I no, just no. like that didn't ring really right with me. Um, and and that dramatic scene with the fire in the projectionist room, I was just like, it's kind of like the whole tone of the movie is great, but that scene, I was like, oh, this is just weird. Oh, it's not really handled well. Well, I guess it's not a suspenseful. Yeah, film. that's why. Yeah, like it's like, not. Yeah, you're not really playing true to your strengths or whatever mm. it is. Yeah, but I can see that's personal. Like. Yeah, whatever. Quite famously, this film was actually much longer <laughs> in its original cut of the film, and then it was cut down before it went to the Cannes Film Festival yeah. by Harvey Weinstein and oh, Miramax. Yeah. Um, culled it down to the length that we were we watched today, um, and then the director got upset after mm-hmm. it was a big success at Cannes, and then won the Academy Award. He then released his director's cut, and it's not that good. And it's not that good. Yeah. Um, so the cut, the cut is considered. This is considered yep. the best cut yep. of the film, but um, I don't know if the I haven't seen the other cut. But if, um, got if it's more, a different yeah, framing different, device, yeah. or I don't know. But yes, there's that. Also, I didn't like the teenage actor, but I think I didn't like the teenage actor only because the kid has so much like charm, charm. Yes, and then you cut to this teenager who's just like okay, and you're like, mm. why not just keep the kid? Like the kid was fantastic. Do a boyhood, yeah, uh, wait like, five, know. six years <laughs> yeah, till he's right. old enough to do the role. But I think that's that's it. Like the, as much as I went on about that, movie's still pretty fantastic, mm. um, and I enjoyed a lot of it. I did notice quite a, a couple different like framings that I was like, oh, this is like quite nice. Um, like in the very start when you see him as an uh, as an adult, he's walking through his house. I just kept thinking it's framed so that he is alone in this house and it's very empty and it's dull, but it's expensive. I was like, that's really good. 
Visual storytelling. Mm. Nice. That's also like ties back to like the guy told him to leave. Like you don't want this job in the productionist booth because it's lonely and mm. you don't get. And then they're like, customers like, he's not doing that job. He's Absolutely. direct now, Absolutely. but it's still it's the same still lonely. thing. Still lonely. But he's like, now that I'm thinking about it, whenever he's in the projectionist booth, there's always someone coming to talk to him or someone coming to meet him or he's mm. going to see talk to Alfredo. There's always someone in that cinema with him. Which is why the ending is considered so powerful. Because he's alone. Because he's he's been alone. He was told, okay. go away, uh, you know, live your life. You don't want to be stuck in a projectionist booth like me. Uh, go li- and he's still lonely, even mm-hmm. though he is this big shot film director. The mother commented that, yeah. that he's got you know different women all the time. No like one there's loves no, him. Yeah, no one loves him. Um, and then he sees this film reel. That Alfredo has that Alfredo spent so much made. time yes. making for him. That's right. Yeah. That it's his final wish. He wanted it to get to him, mm. and uh, it's the shot of all the the love scenes mm-hmm. of all the films that were cut, all the kisses and all the yeah, yeah scenes that were cut from the film. And then that even creating that is a labor of love, yeah. and so it shows that he was still loved even though yeah. he is alone yeah. now. I, I also like it speaks to because one of the things Alfredo says to him is like you're blinder than I am just before he tells him to go away. And it yeah. kind of speaks to that. Like he went away to live his life, but he didn't understand how to live his life without the mm. people around him. He didn't understand what to try and achieve, yes. what to go for. And so he got it wrong until he mm. sees that. He's still afraid it dies and he sees that film and he hopefully realizes maybe that's the turning point for him or whatever. Yeah. No, um, no there's a lot. Uh, it's, it's a really, really excellent way of handling nostalgia and genuineness. It's quite a nostalgic film. It's, yes. it's good. It's good. But it does feel long. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since I've watched this film and it does feel it's yeah. two-hour yeah. runtime. There are a couple of scenes where it's just like, yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it, man. Mm-hmm. You can you can go, I, maybe ch- try some more visual stuff. I understand the importance of like the romance stuff. Mm. But, like it doesn't, it, it has an impact on the character, but because it doesn't actually eventuate, it feels a little pointless. It's, but it's, it's, it's more about his yeah, first love. Yeah, absolutely. And how that affects him. But later. I guess you don't actually know at the beginning... Of the film, who that woman in his bed is? Yeah, no, yeah. So, so it, could it could still be, could have been her. I was thinking that was his because she, uh, his mum, like she does make the comment, "Your mum doesn't know who I am." So I thought, oh, okay. So this woman he meets, like the, his first love, getting off the train, that's going to be like his first wife, and mm. then he's going to go become a director, and he's going to get into that world, and he's going to lose that love, and he's going to he's going to be sleeping with other people. But no, that wasn't the story. No. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I would say like I, I agree with you. It's just like uh, the love stuff. I feel like again, it's just that actor. Like if you'd just gotten someone with just a bit more charisma, that would have been fine. Because um, a lot of the kid stuff probably would seem a lot longer if it wasn't really fun to watch that kid do kid stuff. Yeah, and be funny and be charming. It was delightful. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It was really, really. It was awesome. a really strong performance. From absolutely. The kid. Um, and I don't know. I haven't seen him in anything else. The kid, yeah, maybe that. Maybe he is. Maybe he's a big actor. But I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Um, He'd be like what forties now. You'd think so. Yeah. yeah. It's good subject matter, I think, this movie. Because especially if it came out in the 80s, you talk about, like, that old person saying, you know, it was better in my day. And, you know, it, it was, you know, we had proper stuff when I was young and stuff like that. And you can see that evolution of culture in this movie mm. very graphically. Because, you know, you've got... you flash back to just absolutely. after the war. Just after the war in Italy. And they're mm. still going through a depression. They're still trying to develop, you know, an actual sense of nationhood or whatever it is. But these small communities exist and they're quite uh, good for the people in, in, in them. Mm. But then as you get into like, you know, the world we have today, kind of, mm. those get eroded, those disappear. But then again, they are all still there. Absolutely. 
so all the elements are still there when mm-hmm. he goes back to Absolutely. his hometown. It's just he doesn't recognize it anymore. I oh sorry, you were gonna say. And also, like when he goes back, like the elements are there, but it's different. That maybe that sense of community isn't there because they don't have mm. that one spot, which is mm. the cinema mm. where they would hang out and be a community. Like all these people now exist. We see they in- exist individually, mm. but at the end, we don't see them exist as a community anymore. Well, this is true. It's the it's, only time is when they come together to watch it get demolished. Yes, which is like who knows when's the last time all those people were together, or the funeral, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows when the last time they were all together? That's right. Yeah. I think I think it's very interesting having like the priest there who was vetting those movies, removing stuff from them, removing like the heart of those movies by taking out those kiss scenes. Um, but then without him, those movies devolve, or that cinema devolves into like a porn theater and stuff like that. Mm. Maybe I think I think there was a well, it was alluded to that, yes, yeah. that there was some prostitution going on without it's the priest's influence. Interesting, the became idea, this sort of hotbed of the idea that without that priest or without religion in your community. It everything devolves like morally, and I think and like that's I'm subtext. Just, I don't think it's that's quite like, overt. Not absolutely, yeah. not at all. What the movie was saying. It's just Italian subtext. As Italian subtext, <laughs> subtitled text. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good, but I, I I quite liked when you going through the funeral with Alfredo, seeing advertising in the town because mm. like when when he's a kid and when he's a teenager, the town is just this like barren country town. Very pretty, very beautiful place. You see a few movie posters yeah, around, but that's about it. the only thing. There's no advertising for like Gucci or anything like that. And then you cut to the funeral in the 80s and there's cars everywhere. It's grey. There's advertising everywhere. The rest of the world has come to this town, whereas the mm. town was like by itself before. Yeah, it's very interesting. That's, yeah. Ooh, I don't think I've got much more I want to speak about. Everything, yeah, good movie. Do you want to do recommendations or Morgan, have you got something else to say? Uh, it was some, not like astoundingly beautifully shot, but there's some nice, some good shots in there. Mm. One of my favorite transitions was at, right at the start with the bell. Like he's, we get the priest ringing the bell. He's doing this little bell and then they do a, he rings the bell, but it cuts to like loud bells and then it cuts to the, uh, church, the church bells. Bell. I thought yeah, that was cool. a very That's cool, cool transition shot that I really appreciated at the start. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing too phenomenal, but yeah, some nice shots just from the, like the, the actual location, I think really lends yeah. itself to some pretty scenery and shots. But apart from Indeed. that. Yeah, it was good. I'm yeah. glad I've seen it. It is absolutely about the relationships between characters in the movie. That's the the big, excellent part of this movie, and they do it really, really well. Um, be interesting to see how they scripted this because so much of it feels like a natural conversation. Indeed, it does. I don't know how so much of it how was long they practice it or whatever. Or it was. improvised or yeah. what? It's very good. There was um one other thing that I wanted to mention about this film before we get into recommendations. So the film was actually a box office flop I when it was that. first That's released. A big slog. And then yeah. it got because that was its original there was another fifty minutes onto that film that we watched. Um <laughs> Oh really. <laughs> so the film nearly ran for three hours. Um so then they culled quite a significant portion of it. But yeah. um it's it's appears in uh Thousand One Films You Gotta See Before You Die. Mm-hmm. It was um voted in twenty eighteen, number twenty eight on uh, films that are not in the English language, best films, that okay. best foreign language films of all time. I can see that. Yeah. Um, so, yes, it's a few... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, got its, um, it's got its proponents out there, but it was initially considered too long, too boring, <laughs> why bother sort of thing. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of like, really powerful monologues from Alfredo. I think mm. those were like probably the most interesting parts of the movie when he's just talking to Salvatore about life. Yeah. 
They have some good dialogue. There's, there's a whole some really good comics, and there's like a whole like scene devoted to him telling this story about a soldier. Yeah, and then it gets to the end. It's like, what's the, what, what's the ending? I was like, that is I the ending. Know. Don't ask me anything. What do you want from me? There is some excellent comedy in this. Oh, that's something else yes. I'd say. There's some really, really. There's some moments in there that were just ridiculous that I laughed so much at that weren't supposed to be funny. I just like they we just came out of nowhere for me. I was like, this is so. But then there are some other moments that are like. This comment is hilarious and fantastic, and exactly what you would find in a small country town. Oh yeah, you'd find these crazy, weird, weird people. Absolutely mm. good. Yeah, yeah, like the scene in the school where the kid's got to recite his five yeah. times tables yeah. up in the front, and, and what's five times five, and he's, he's asking, asking for, for help, help. and the, and he's Toto, the little kid, the main kid of the film, goes, uh oh, points to the Christmas tree, yeah, yeah, like 25, it's twenty five, it's twenty five, <laughs> and, and then five, the, five, five, and he goes Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> that's that was hilarious. It's really yes, well done. Yeah. Um, it also has been uh, the Simpsons have taken it off as well. The famous kissing scene. Oh, really? Yes, as yeah. well. Well, of uh, course, Simpsons have done everything. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. I had to point it out. Uh, season 21, though, so not in the not, <laughs> not in the, the good best. not not in the good. Uh, I've heard era. Simpsons might be wrapping around, and I could probably believe like, if you go long enough, it'll come good again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it could be. What is yeah. old is new again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, would you recommend this film to others? That was. This is like. Maybe Morgan, you do it because I think I've got a bit to say about. I this. think if you appreciate cinema, have a love for cinema because it is a love letter to cinema, sort mm. of. And if you appreciate, like, like let's just say you're you're going to the movies for more than like a Fast and Furious. Oh like, no, this is not experience. a Fast and Furious. Like no, that's no, no. Le- like that's like that's what? like base level. <laughs> but Fast and Furious is about La Familia. That's like base <laughs> level <laughs> entertainment. La Familia. Like that's a th- that's a movie. This is cinema. <laughs> To oh, be pretentious. Okay, Martin Scorsese over there. <laughs> I see. No. Uh, no. And um, I think I would recommend it to everyone if it was potentially a bit shorter. But I think the long lengthiness it is like it's good. But like you know what you're it getting does, into. Yeah, it know does what you're getting way into. In the middle. Mm. But it was. I still think yeah. It's it's definitely worth seeing. Uh, it's got some good stuff in there. Like the kid is just a joy to watch. It's really mm. fun. And that that I will say like, the ending is very nice. Mm. I was I was giving Alex nice. a hard time about it, but it is we very very nice. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, yeah. I recommend it. Um, I I I will recommend it, but I I think there's like caveats to that because it's definitely like. It's it's really nice. It's I mean I'm glad that you showed it to us. I'm very glad I watched it, but. I don't know that I could sit down and watch this again without being like, well, I'm turning that off after an hour or an hour and a half or whatever. Um, it doesn't hold your attention no, quite no, throughout no. their entire it length. Have enough of those moments where it's just like now I'm sitting and watching. I would, I would, for I a would, modern audience, for like a yeah. modern audience, I think if you can get through this movie without looking at your phone a couple of times, it'd be a feat. Because mm. there's just a couple of moments where you have a lull and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go. I don't know that that detracts. Because I did do that, unfortunately, yeah. I'm sorry to say, as Norris pointed I'm out aware. a couple of times. Particularly but towards the end. And I, I still like, found <laughs> some, like I still found enough moments in there that I really appreciated. So I think maybe you could get away with that. Maybe yeah. you could put, get away with putting this on with like, like I, I think I'm going to share this to my grandma. Maybe you can put away with putting this on with the family. And then when you get bored, Maybe you're just looking around and then coming back to it. Like, I don't know that it's going to punish you too hard if you miss a couple of things. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Because um, it's not that, it's not about like complexity and intrigue. It's just about, you it's know. It's a fairly simple life. narrative. Yeah, so absolutely. It's, yeah. But it's it's really well handled. Yeah, you miss the, the the child growing into a teenager. Yes, you seem to cope I, okay with I that. I seemed completely fine. <laughs> you're like, who's this? Yeah. Like, who's oh, this man? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> um, no, I, I think I would recommend it. But yes, as Morgan said, very, very astutely, they got to know what they're getting in for. If you do and not, I did not if you do you not appreciate all. cinema, uh. <laughs> if you can't do subtitles, 
Oh, so definitely not. Oh, yeah, I, it's subtitled. Also, it's a foreign language film. You should know that. There's dubbing involved in this. This is maybe a fun fact, but there was a, a whole thing with Italian cinema where they would just get all these actors from all different parts of the world. So on set, you'd have an actor from Russia speaking to an actor from like Brazil and they'd be like, just do the scene in your language and we'll dub over it later. So they'd have these scenes where someone's speaking Russian to a French person, they're speaking French back and it's just like, okay, cool, cut. All right, you get in the sound booth and we'll say the lines and then you get in the sound booth and we'll say the French lines and we'll say the English lines. Mm. So some of that was in there where there was dubbing done and it was just like, oh, that's landing in the wrong spot. Still very good though. Still very good. It is noticeable in a few points, mm. but um, I was so taken the first time I watched it that I didn't <laughs> know it was dubbed. Uh, no. It's very good though. Uh, indeed. Well, um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said, I showed it because this is a movie podcast. I thought, oh, I love Lotus Cinema. No, absolutely. It would absolutely. be good. Um, and because it's foreign language as well. You know, <laughs> I know that Zab- Zach loves those. Oh, yeah. Um, indeed. So... I guess uh, we can turn to what else is. Uh... Did would you recommend? Oh, Did you I, say well, something? He showed it to us. I, I showed it to you. I would. I wouldn't show you something I wouldn't recommend okay, to cool. others. No um, that's just my style. No caveats back... at all. You just I, yeah, go well, watch this no. Movie. Okay, I did show my family, <laughs> uh, and it was one of the better received ones of yeah. the ones I've shown my family, because yeah. it is that sort of. Yeah, it yeah, does sort a, of grab it, you and sort of guide you along. Oh, that's something I completely forgot to say. Like, this is what I feel like Disney movies have been trying to capture mm. for so long. This is the essence of this movie is like, like love and family and friendship, nostalgia, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and that's a hundred percent what Disney have been trying to monetize, and they haven't. They can't do yeah. it. No. Well, Disney, uh, look to this nineteen eighty eight film. There you go. Please. Look uh, to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I guess now we'll turn yeah, to... Um, yeah, that's all right. Uh, I'm just looking at the clock. No. Uh, <laughs> um, you ain't leaving yet, buddy. Well, like this podcast, uh, like the film, this podcast does lull them. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no. Uh, so what else is going on? What are we watching? What are we seeing? What thoughts on uh, Gosh, general filming landscape? There's just a couple of news items we could talk about. Of course. Of course uh, we, I, just got, I found out today Bond's been delayed, which is a damn shame. Seven months. Yeah, that's yeah. a bit coronavirus. Right. Yes, they're, ho- they're hoping it'll be gone in seven months. Ooh. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. We'll what see. If it gets worse, um, <laughs> apparently uh, it's costing the studio thirty million dollars to move the release oh, date. What a shame that they will earn one and a half billion dollars <laughs> off this movie. What, what is Daniel Craig's shame. last? So exactly. a lot of people are gonna yeah, yeah gonna exactly. watch that. Have you guys seen the photos of the Batmobile from the new Batman? Movie? I didn't. I like have the Batmobile. Oh, I loved the Batmobile. I thought it was cool. Mm. I, I really liked it. the muscle car, old vintage. Yeah. It's so strange to me that I had this thought that like. It's really weird to see Batman with a American muscle car. And then I thought, but he's American. And I thought, yeah, but I've always like... Where is Gotham? It's so strange. Where is I Gotham? Know, I get it. I completely... Like, I know that what I just... Like, my thought was insanity. But it's so strange to me to throw America that harsh at Batman. Like, yeah. Superman's the person you do that to. Mm. I always thought Batman should be... Like his, he should be well, a way not. to talk about crime, not a way to talk about America. Yeah, but I'm, I don't think that's right. Uh, like that might be a personal thing. See, I don't know cars all that well. It kind of look cool. That's, <laughs> that's what I. Uh, that's what I. Do. I, I'm sh- I reckon. It looks I'm cool. sure it'll be cool. I'm sure. I get it'll be a, very I, cool. One of the reasons I get a kind of Mad Max vibe from it. A which little has, bit, yes, yes. And I also, I've heard, I haven't seen it, but I've seen some breakdowns of the costume. The costume's a bit more like it's like it's like hockey gla- like hockey. Yeah. Yeah, it's a like a bit more home pain. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I'm about that. Mm. If this is like his early, he's a detective, but he's also fighting crime. I'm about Do we that. know who the villain is? Like what character? Uh, it's Penguin? I think it's Penguin. Because I remember they cast someone that they stopped. Farrell? Yeah, it was... 
originally Colin Farrell, but they've recast it. Batman. I'm sure it'll be good, but like, there's a whole bunch of like background interesting characters that you could do for Batman. Because I think they've actually cast a excellent. couple. But then again, you could rewrite it as. It'll well. feature right. four villains. Catwoman, oh, Riddler, no. Penguin, and Carmen Falcone. Oh, man. Oh, no. If David Tennant was Riddler, like, we should have got ages back. No, no, no. The best. I, it, that doesn't bode well. I didn't know that there's four villains. Oh, my God. Falcone? It's yeah. uh, it's going to be Spider-Man 3, anyone? Sam Raimi, Spider-Man 3. There was that many villains in that film. Just saying. That's why the film... Well, one of the reasons why the film was bad. <laughs> Just warning was okay. you. No, was okay. it was not okay. I think, when I think when, when it the says bad villains, we've got now, I can look back on Spider-Man 3 and be like, oh, it wasn't that I bad. I think when it says villains, it's going to be... Oh, one of those Gotham. It's going to be like Gotham, where these are characters in the world, and we don't necessarily see their downfall yet. Maybe. I gotcha. I gotcha. Do you think this there's not a lot out? It's just there's some casting rumors. This doesn't like have this. any connection to like the Suicide Squad thing, does it? No, no, no. Which is nor Joker. There's no connection to no, Joker either. Okay, <laughs> rewrite that. Get rid of him. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, no, I meant, I, I thought you were talking about uh, Jared Leto. No, sorry, Joker. no, I'm talking no, about I, sorry, yes. Phoenix as Joker. Um, I'm kind of the fine with that being by itself. Joker. Yeah, like, I'm, you I'm know, completely the, fine with yeah. that being by itself. I'm completely okay. fine with them just doing all their movies standalone. That they might be better Until they them. find a good lead, uh, someone who can build a universe, yeah. Well, I guess... Aquaman was pretty successful. So uh, was Wonder Woman. So <laughs> like, was Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman 2 trailer looks uh, banging. Shazam. Oh, I know. Shazam, Shazam, was, Shazam pretty was pretty good. That was about family too, Zach. <laughs> I, I, uh, La no. Familia. La Familia. La Familia. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, right. that's, that's why right. you saw Vince Diesel. <laughs> Vince Diesel. Yep. Vince, Vince Diesel in the background. <laughs> there's Vin Diesel and there's Vince Petrol. <laughs> Vince <laughs> Petrol. <laughs> His twin that nobody talks about. Uh, I've got two more <laughs> news items I would like to cover. Of one course, of them, of course. I feel like we'll get a bit heated from one of us, so I'll leave it to the end. Uh, oh. I'm looking at you, Alex. Oh, I think I know what you The recent about. news of the Last of Us TV show coming to HBO, written by Craig Mazin of Chernobyl fame. Oh, okay. Okay, you, that could be good. Okay, it could be good, except that Craig, I can understand that Chernobyl was like this, this thing that took him like 10 years to construct in his mind. I don't know that The Last of Us will be the same. Like, you can't. But someone else has already body. done that, though. And he just takes it and writes it with his style. It could be good, but and it's HBO. But then again, HBO have shifted their. It's not TV. They've HBO. shifted from quality to quantity. Watchmen uh, was Watchmen no, no, was their quality. CEO, their latest CEO came in did oh, say did he? that he, oh, he said, wanted to change. We are shifting up. from quality to quantity because Netflix. The new, which yeah, is yeah, a bad guy wants to change. Uh, they've been known and synonymous for being absolutely you know, quality. Uh, they've been yeah. known for making the best shit. Mm. But yeah, that's another interesting. We'll watch that space. Indeed. And the final one. This is uh, I watched it, and the there's a new Artemis. There's a new Artemis oh Fowl trailer. God, Alex, how do you? I, I feel like I read a lot of comments of me, on it as well, and it's a lot of little part of me has died inside. That trailer looks atrocious. It's it's, it's like where where at every turn they could have followed the book, they decided not no, to. We'll at like go, every no, opportunity. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's Artemis Fowl in name only. They've merged the two books to get the first two books together. That I'm not done yet. I've got a bit of feeling. <laughs> <laughs> They've merged the two. They've changed He's the not whole a... identity of the central character. Of who? He or Holly? Him or Holly? Well, both. both. They've changed both. Because like, he kidnaps her, like, but now they're, she's like a secret agent working for, with her his That's dad. right. It's... When she said, I'm your ally... I'm like, oh no, they're butchering and mulch diggums too. Don't forget mulch. I want to like, like it because I like 
What, what, what I like, do they do to Mulch? He I like the look favorite. of Mulch. Like, literally. They're allies with Artemis from, like, yeah. the get-go. That's like, how the trailers but made it I look. I really like Colin Farrell's in this movie. I love how Colin Farrell. Mulch looks great. How intelligent he is. Don't if matter. Because the whole point, like, Don't I always matter, thought. Zach. Don't matter. That Doesn't matter. Him and Butler against the entire fairy nation no, no. was why so Artemis da- was so fucking cool. No, he's not that smart. He's just, That's his bullshit. dad's rich. That's and then he's going to get trained in this, his dad protects. It's kind of like he has no idea the fairy world exists and somehow trips and falls into it and then it's sort of like oh starry eyed and yeah. you know he doesn't manipulate the situation no. figure it out and then you know doesn't read that ancient textbook no 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 take a guess. Like- I'd be interested to see what cuz I all I've heard about it is backlash I'd be interested to know what the studio's thinking right now they're like they'll watch it I guarantee they're like, nah, kids will watch it. Yes, that's the whole point. It had like, oh, a no. spy kids feel to it. Adults, I read one article adults saying Adults don't that. watch movies anymore. Just uh, market it to kids. And you're like, you fucking idiots. Guys, if we got Sonic change, we can fix that. <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's the now, studio I, behind it? Not Disney. Sure. Oh, it is Disney, yeah. yeah. Oh, Disney, you yeah. idiots. So, um, they know I can, I can deal do. with the fact that they've cast an actor which doesn't meet the description of Butler. I can, that's fine. That's another thing. Everyone's cool. like, I everyone's like, like that. I can get that. I can accept that. I can I accept it less, but I can still accept a Judy Dench uh, being cast as Commander Root mm. because it undermines a big uh, arc of Holly, one of the fairies there. She was the first female uh, police officer, yeah. fairy police officer, and that was a whole arc for her, which is now undercut by the casting of Judy Dench. But what I cannot abide is changing the identity of the central character because that was one of the biggest draw cards. And I know that on the... I went and looked at my copy of Artemis Fowl. On the back, it described the first book as Die Hard, mm-hmm. but with fairies. I yep. saw none of that in that trailer whatsoever. Yep. Um, do you think Hollywood's ever going to get its head out of its asshole? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, when we move it to a different country. Yeah. Let's start a new Hollywood here. Did either of you <laughs> give a shit about Aragon? Well, I cared a lot I, about Aragon. I only read Aragon after the film. Yeah, came I out. read it after the movie. I read it sure. a long time before, and I adored those books. And then I watched the movie, and I wanted to cry. See, yeah. I liked the movie, and then I watched, read the book. I'm like, oh, the book's better. And I then th- I read the second book. I'm like, this is good. And then I got to Brasenia, and I'm like, this is trite. Do you know why? Because George Lucas was going to sue him for ripping off Star Wars. Like Brasenia was the worst one. It was just, it was big, and then a lot of it was like. He pulled the sword out. It yeah, was glistening. Yeah. It was a big sword. It was about this big. It's yeah. like this long. And then like, oh, it's pretty colourful. Like, it was like, I don't... half of steel and you're like, oh, whatever. It's like, I don't care about a whole chapter about this sword. <laughs> the last one's okay. I think we should all go see Artemis Fowl. Nope. Together. I refuse. And uh, then podcast about it. And then review it. And then review the I think crushing. we should all reread Artemis Fowl. I'm go. going to reread, I think. On my uh, daily train. If we, if we do that, then we are all going to watch Wheel of Time when it comes out and do an entire of course. series. I'm about excited that. about Wheel of Time. Oh, you shouldn't be. <laughs> I reckon it'll be good. It's not going to be. <laughs> Has anyone been watching anything? Those are just some news that yeah, I've no, Anyone just, watching anything in the moment? I just want to take a moment of silence for Artemis. That was an interesting moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, Castlevania came out. Castlevania's top, top mm. quality. You liked Avatar? I'd yes. watch Castlevania. Yes, indeed. There's a similar heart in Castlevania. It's very good. Okay, okay. Mm. I finished The Dragon Prince. Nice. Uh, although I just uh, realised that Season 4 is coming out. It's just announced <laughs> Season 4, so I'm not done. Uh, even though the last episode I watched was called The Final Battle, but that's fine. Um, we'll we'll continue. Uh, <laughs> I, was, uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, I really did. Um, what else have I been watching? I've uh, recently committed to a stand subscription. Uh, what is on stand? 
Actually, quite a lot is on Stan. The Office is, isn't yeah. It? Which is okay. um, a lot of sort of. I think it's better for TV than for. It is better for TV for movies. You've, got, just like, my you've vibe. got like you've got like Bold Type, which is very popular at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also got the RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul's uh, Drag Race. It's got. I don't know if it was good, but everyone was talking about the gloaming. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I want to see that. I've um, always thought that that title is just true. Dumb. Story of the Kelly Gangs on there. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. but I watched that and I. Did not care no. for it. Oh, okay. uh-huh. oh yeah, because you're someone who pre- like you know that history quite well. That's like something it was. You know. It was just well, it was. Just, but it's got such good actors. It's called True Story of the Kelly Gang, and none of it's actually true. That's uh, like one of the first things is like one of the first things dumb. is a caption that says this isn't true. Uh, it's also like a big proponent of for me was style over substance. Mm. It was so stylistic, but, and it, but like too stylistic so that like I didn't know what was going on. Sometimes, okay. but it doesn't pull it off. Peak, I love Peaky Blinders yeah. though. Because that's, that's, that's style yeah. over substance, but done really well. Yeah. So you're like, I don't give a shit that this I, is. I, I would, I would actually like you both to check it out and let me know what you okay, think. I will, okay, I will. I will indeed. Yeah. yeah, there's some stuff on there like that. And you've got like um the TV show, what's the old movies with the guy that would pick people up and uh, Wolf Creek TV oh, shows on yes, there, which yes. I watched, which was also very good. That's old now though. Yes, but the, it's a Stan, show, Stan's but got all the TV shows on it. And then it's got some uh, classics for you, some heritage shows. Uh, if you want to suffer through Dexter again, the joys and lows of Dexter. That's I, the I've always like liked season one and two of Dexter. I think they're fantastic. The fourth season, I still stand by some being the, some of the best television. The Trinity Killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's that season, that's and good. then it's all downhill from there. Anyway, oh, um, you don't have to watch it. That's the good. That's the, that's the glory the good, of it. You can just right. be like, oh, it's done. We're done now. I've recently been watching the Hollow Men. Which is an ABC show. Yeah, I remember when that used to be advertised all the time. <laughs> which is sort of like the pre-Utopia on the ABC Utopia. Okay, okay. So it's a bunch of incompetent government uh, sort of officials trying to sort of cobble together a policy, which I think is quite good for this which sort of uh, day and age. so true. It does. It really <laughs> it does. Really, really um, so true. Yeah, Merrick Watts and... Uh, oh, okay, in it okay. Yeah, yeah right. I remember when that... Mm. So I've After Spicks and Specs, you'd yeah. be like, watch Hollow Man. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, I just skipped Spicks and Specs and jumped straight to Hollow Man. I'll be honest, I've not watched a lot of cinema in the last couple of weeks. I haven't watched any I haven't watched any of this show, but season I'm going to binge it. Season 2 of Alter Carbon came out. I don't know if anyone watches that. Uh, I've heard mixed things about I season 2. I liked season 1, but then I w- tried to watch season 2 and I was like, I feel like the writing is... Di- like, it wasn't... Um, not, not, not to detract from it, it wasn't like stellar amazing... But the writing dipped to a level of like every line felt like a cliche, and I ca- I can't oh, no. just watch that. Like I tried watching Picard, and I was like, no. "Now, oh Picard, no. I've got some thoughts about that too." So, oh, you know, um, I I you know, Dad and I are quite uh, Star Trek yeah, fans. No, Star we Trek bond is over like you know, fucking that's A plus. Star that's Trek right. is amazing. I went out and bought the uh, Blu-ray remastered Next Generation. Uh, anyway. That's a little nerddom just slipping yeah, out. Yeah, uh, we can put good. that back in. Close the suitcase. Um, now, and then I watch the show. Always putting it back in. No. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and I'm watching the show and it's like the character that you know is now is a not, dick. not there. He's not there Doesn't at all. Exist. And it's like, oh. It's fascinating. Again, it's just deflating. Hollywood not understand the material they're working it's with. just deflating. And insist that style matters. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, for anyone who is a fan of Red Letter Media, I think they do a fantastic job of talking about why that show I thought they were a little disgusting. harsh the first couple of episodes and then I turned why. around. Both of those two yeah, people have been burned grew before. up with it and like Star Trek is so close to them and to watch them, the people turn Star Trek into a terrible show. Yeah. Oh, it's harsh. I, I would be interested to meet a fan of the new wave of Star Trek shows and to talk to them about why they think Star Trek is excellent. Because um, it's no, it's not what it was. It's no. just not Star Trek is not Star Trek anymore. No. But if you do like Star Trek, watch the Orville. 
Yes, I've heard good. I've heard very good things. Absolutely, Orville. Orville. I've I've watched the uh, first two seasons of it, Mm. and I really like the Orville because I thought it would just be like oh weird jokes. Because Seth Seth MacFarlane is a fan. He's a super fan. But there are episodes that are that handle big social issues. Remember Star Trek should. Remember when it did that. I know, man. But no, Orville's good. You can watch it and be like, oh, I remember when this is Star Trek was a bunch of hamsters falling out on uh, <laughs> Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. <laughs> yes, and Morgan was alive in the 60s. It's a Tumblr uh, favorite, that yeah. gif. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's good. It's good. Or when he fights that Goran by moving very slowly. That's, that's the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they didn't know how to speed things up no, back then. It was okay. Yeah. Anyone else have any uh, last minute things before yeah. that? I watched Knives Out again recently. Still thoroughly oh, enjoyed I it. I loved it's it. It's good still I, very good. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, nothing nothing else much going on. Oh, no, Clone I, Wars is oh coming out. Season did, 7, which is uh, amazing. The Invisible Man has like a 98% oh, I percent saw that. rotten tomatoes. I saw that. Oh, yeah, you saw and it. And I am fucking flabbergasted. Is it's, it that good? Yeah, everyone says it's really good. I liked it. But it's one of those films that you like it in the moment and then you think think about about it afterwards and you think about some of the logistics of actually being invisible and like (laughs) there's no shadow cast and it's like, well, I don't know. It doesn't No, it it certainly deals with... It doesn't add up. I convinced Solani I said that we're going to go see it together because it's reviewing well and I'm interested in it. It's It's apparently all about... It certainly scared the bejeebas out of me and made me jump twice. Okay. Okay. But so then again, I saw all the very shit they reveal in the trailer doesn't affect. I saw how very the movie little goes. of the trailer. Uh, I saw the first okay. uh, like thirty second trailer, um, but not the. I never watch a trailer that's yeah. two minutes long. I just <laughs> I never do. But it also deals with some sort of subject matter as well. So she is escaping from a violent partner, yep. and the violent partner just happens to be able to be turned invisible. Yep, turns himself invisible. Yeah. So it sort of comments on sort of domestic violence. Yes. And yeah, that's, that's what I was reading. Well. But yeah. it said that it comments on it quite well. And I was like, what? It does comment on it quite well. But I have a bit of problem with how it comments okay. generally. Maybe, maybe I'll wait until uh, Morgan sees yes, it. Yes. Because I still am like, this movie <laughs> just looks like trash to me. Like, it's I'm sorry. It's superbly acted. She is phenomenal oh, in this well, film. Yeah. yeah. Elizabeth Moss. But, she is um, very good. Moss, yeah. mm. Okay. All right. Cool. That's very interesting. Then uh, until next time, I will no doubt have seen it. We will pick it up next time. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for joining me, boys. Thank, Thank you, you for no showing problem. me Cinema Paradiso, Alex. Yes, it is yeah, a paradise. Alex, that to us. Cinema been... is a paradise. <laughs> well. <sighs> Cheers. Dealer's Choice is a Spiky Trap Radio production.